0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: to the natural co-creators show with jennifer lynch and it's very snowy cold dark evening here in suffolk uk but we hope that we have listeners from all over the world here tonight so maybe in some parts it's morning and maybe in some parts the sun is actually shining which would be really good um, That piece of music was called The Gift by Ajna from the album Spirits of Nature, which is our intro music because Natural Co-Creators is all about using your skills, your creativity. And tonight we have on Catherine and Deetmar Kennard, who once were on a radio show with me not so long ago but we're going to do a more extended show this time. So I'm really looking forward to talking to them, uh, particularly about their fabulous retreats that they're offering, um, which are basically based on yoga, along with all sorts of other transformational therapies. Um, they put together a multifaceted treatment program, um, retreat program. Apologies, treat, retreat, very similar, aren't they? Um, along with exquisite food and a really relaxing experience. Now, they've already had one in Lebanon, Suffolk, and I gather they're going to, to do another one. And here they are. So let's bring them on board. Good evening, Catherine and Deetmar. Can we you can hear it, me? Oh, we can. Wonderful that you're in there, you're live live on uh, Blog Talk Radio Natural Co-Creators So good evening, welcome to the Natural Co-Creators show And tonight I'm hoping to hear a little about um, your retreats, your new work, what you're up to now And I will also play some of your songs because music is a big part of your life, isn't it?
2: Very much so, yes
1: Mm Mm-hmm So when did the music start? How many years ago was that?
2: Oh, um, probably when I first met Catherine, um, which is going to be like seven years ago now. um, She was singing in my kitchen and um, I fell in love with her voice. I saw a lot of potential in it. And we've been kind of like, because Catherine had never sung before, really, up until that point, until she met me. So um, we've been working on stuff since then, really, and it's really, I suppose, in the last sort of eighteen months or so, that we've, you know, take, you know, that it's taken off more. It's gone
3: to the next, it's gone the to the next it's level, to, hasn't yeah, it, in it terms has. of our confidence together. And we've been writing our own material since for about four years, I think. Um, yeah, so Dietmar will bash out a good old tune on the guitar, and I'll think, oh, wow, that sounds good. And uh, sit there with a pen and paper and out come some lyrics. And other times I will say I've got no idea what to put to that song, and you'll come up with something, won't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it is a very big part. We're both very passionate about it, and we love performing. I just, I, I mean, love I it. love getting on stage. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I get very anxious, but I love it. But
2: she's a, <laughs> she's she's a total natural on stage. Honestly, she's so <laughs> in a run on stage, Catherine. Really, really good.
1: Well, I have seen you both on stage, so I totally agree with that one. Um, so your album is called Life, isn't it? So you particularly write about um, life situations?
2: Yeah, yeah, really. It's about, like, like life, love, loss, like our experience of life, the world, um, things we're passionate about. And, and, and then sometimes, you know, a song will just, like, fall out. And it's about whatever comes up in the moment, or other times it might be about a particular um, subject close to our hearts.
3: Which is what's happened more recently, actually, because over the last year we've spent a lot of time um, in the vegan vegetarian uh, arena. Uh, it kind of just worked out like that. I mean, I'm I'm just crazily passionate about animal welfare, and um, mm-hmm. we've. <laughs> We've ended up being uh, invited along to uh, the Raw Fest in um, Ascot and also the Wembley Vegan Festival Viva. with Viva. Viva. it called? sorry? Yeah. Viva. Say again? What's Viva. V-I-V-A. Viva How do you spell That's that one? yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right,
2: yeah okay.
1: V-I-V-A,
2: Viva. Yeah, it's a big... Mm-hmm. Um, event in London, um, Wembley, in, in Wembley, just right next mm-hmm. to actually Wembley Arena, um, and yeah. in fact, we said we were playing at Wembley, and a lot of people thought we were playing at Wembley Arena, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, no, actually. <laughs> I'm quite happy everybody thought that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was actually right next door to, to the Wembley Festival, to the Wembley Arena, should okay. I say, but it was a, it's a, it's a, it's a massive event, it's, it's awesome. It's really and so
3: then it's all come from, I mean, like the most recent song that we wrote was, literally the day yeah. before we went to that event. And it was um, my passion about uh, the dairy industry, really, and supporting yeah. um, animals having more of a voice. So I've got quite, over the last year, I've got mm. really passionate about wanting to get that message out there in a in as in a positive way as you possibly can for a very mm. uh, touchy, emotive um Subject. Subject, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. Now, it's very strange because I had no problem um, uploading any other tracks, but that one, for some reason, it's been doing it for two days now, and it will only just do oh. the start of it. So for some reason, maybe the file's too big. I'm not really sure. It's about um, which
2: yeah, it's quite a large. just
1: shame. So you might have to do yeah. maybe just a little mobile version of it or something to make a smaller, a smaller file. But um, I think it's great that you are singing about this because it's quite passionate to my heart well it's very passionate to my heart as well about the dairy industry and how we're really misled to believe that we need cow's milk which actually isn't compatible with us at all is it? Not compatible. It's just—it's
3: kind of hilarious really that we've been doing it for so long and I think it's, you know, people innocently believe what what they're told, you know, it's an innocent Thing, really well, until they realise that it, it, it's not how it is. And if you're going to try and give people um, a substance which is supposed to grow a calf in the mm. space of a year into an adult cow, it, it doesn't make sense that we give that to to babies and to to, to humans. It's, mm.
2: um, but that's what you're yeah. brought to believe, isn't it? That's, yeah, we that's have what you're brought to believe. I mean, I remember like at school when I was a child at school, you have, you drink your milk. You drink mm. milk because it's your bones. It helps you grow your bones and give you the calcium to make you fit in this role.
3: Well. I think there's been quite a growing awareness really, changing. Yeah, so there there definitely. big changed, for sure. Yeah. I actually I get quite excited. i go that, to London and you know? they've got lots of different options of milk. So you go into a, a coffee Sorry. shop and you can have rice milk, oatly milk. Oh. <laughs> it's like, wow! I get overly excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I That's can still have a nice. Yeah. with some milk. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, what were you? Of
1: you. No, because there's two of you. I'm not sensing the gaps very well because there's two of you and one of me, so it's like, excuse oh. me, I didn't mean to interrupt, um, but it's just like this one Likewise. person, it's easier <laughs> to sense. Do you understand what I mean? So, um, yeah, yeah, I was a refuser of school milk because I said it made me feel sick. That's my very first early memory of drinking milk at school, say, I can't drink it, this makes me feel sick. And uh, that's very bizarre. But I've never really liked cow's milk at all, um, which is quite interesting, really, isn't it? Maybe, maybe yeah, not all
3: children liked it. There's yeah. a lot of children at school, actually, when I'm in schools, who uh, they get given their daily milk and, you know, we... Lots of the children will say, I really don't want to drink that. And some of the teaching assistants will say, Well, you have to because mummy's bought it for you. Um,
0: Mm
3: -hmm. paid for you to have the milk. And I sometimes sort of look at their little faces and they're like, They really don't want to drink it. It's and Mm -hmm. I wonder whether that's just some of them, it's just their instinct telling them they really don't need it or want it or like it. Um, yeah,
2: I used to love it, I used to love milk, I used to drink loads of it (laughs) before I knew, you know. but I yeah. love. I've always loved creamy things, like creamy milk and like Gold Top milk. I used to mm. love like Gold milk. But there's so many alternatives to that now, and it's mm. really, really lovely. And um, I just don't. I just don't have it anymore. I've not had it for some time now.
1: Mm. Okay, so so
0: you're
1: interested. Exciting journey, the vegan vegetarian thing. You're interested in that. You've been invited along to these festivals. So presumably you've got some more songs up recorded on these these themes.
3: They're coming. We've got when they're not recorded. Uh, we've done them in roughly in our lounge, uh, but we'll, we're we're going to get them done. So we're hoping to have our album come out um, in the by the end of January. That is the plan, if all goes ahead correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't always go to plan, does it? No. no. <laughs> Goes in different directions, but but that's the plan. we found a great recording studio and a lovely guy to a producer to help us with it. So um, that is the plan, and, it, and you know it will be a varied. It's not going to be purely on vegan vegetarian songs. That's just part of what our passion is. So mm. that will uh, that will feature.
1: Okay, so you live in Suffolk, and you tell us a little bit about your other work that that you do because you're interested in birthing and all sorts of things aren't
3: you natural birthing yeah Um, yeah um it's grown it's grown with us really all of our since having children i had babies and each one of them um i got growing interest in in natural birth in in it made sense to me that okay, everybody's telling me that birth is horrendous, it's awful, and, you know, I'm going to have the worst time of my life. Um, and this is, you know, with my first baby. You know, I had, wasn't very many positive comments. And I just thought,
0: hmm,
3: I need to look this up a bit more. And I, I came across um, a birthing technique called hypnobirthing. And I used that Aww. with my first daughter and had her at home. It was a long birth, but we were at home and it was in a birthing pool. And I had her standing up and she dived out of me into the water, just literally like a dolphin. Um, and if you knew Lewin then you'd know why. Her energy is just, uh, I mean, she's just full <laughs> of energy, isn't she? Um, and then that just took me on a journey of like wanting to know more about it. I thought every mum needs to know that birth doesn't have to be, you know, really terrible. It can be an incredible experience. And, yes it can be tough in moments and you know it can be um really really challenging but at the same time there's a way of allowing your body to work for you and not getting yourself in the way so that just took me on this adventure really to to find more about it I then trained in it and then I started running workshops and then I did some training for midwives and so through the time of having my children I was working a lot in birth because that was very current in my life, having children and babies and things. Um, and then that's kind of come together with my passion for teaching in education and in wanting to bring well being into schools. So there's that's that's been part of my journey as well for the last twenty years. And I love running workshops, I love leading sort of things and creating things and And helping bring the best out of people, so those, uh, what would you call them, Um, learnings and and things that I've qualified in and I've I've learned in uh, the journey with Brandon Bays and Reiki and a whole sort of collection of things that have been yeah part of my journey and and then together they've now I I come together in this way of package yeah a package of me Hello, here I am. <laughs> um, I've arrived. <laughs> and this is what, yeah, it's like these are the things that we love. Yeah. This is what we can do, and and it's wonderful being able to bring them all together, mm. the skills and and those gift things within the retreats that we're running. So and then Dietmar's bringing in his incredible homeopathy and his knowledge of, of well being, and it together. It's we always knew we wanted to work together. So it's like with the music and with our other Skills and
2: talents; it's it's led us to run the retreat. So yeah, and, and at uh, first we, yeah. we literally
3: did oh, Sorry, go on. I was going to say, Mel, Do you want
1: to tell us a little bit about your ho- homeopathy? Yeah,
2: yes. Yeah, so I I qualify, I've, Well, I've actually studied homeopathy for oh fifteen years, maybe getting on twenty years. Um, but I actually qualified as a homeopath a couple of years ago now. Um, and then I don't know what it was it was just maybe just having the certificate in my hand I just thought do you know what we can just do our own thing now um, that's not to say that we couldn't have done something before but I don't know if it's the psychology of having you know the paper in my hand I'd finished I'd completed it um, you know I was a qualified homeopath I would got my RS HOM qualification At one of the most prestigious Places in the country. Yeah, I might have. Um, and and we just thought, do you know what? We can like we can work together and create something we both love, um, and work from that space really. And and at first we we really didn't know what we'd be doing, other than we felt compelled to do something, you know, to bring all our skills together with the homeopathy and with everything Cass had done and everything I'd learned about previously. And to bring the music in as well. Because um, we, I just I always found it just an amazing healing modality, really, music. Um, and I mean, they used to call me the musical homeopath when I did my training. Um, <laughs> so we just tried to find a way of bringing everything into kind of like one pot, as it were, um, and, and, and go from there, really. Um, and, that, and that's the journey we've been on for the last couple of years, really.
1: Okay, that sounds absolutely brilliant. What I'm gonna do just want to play um one last from your album Life. Hope I've got that right. And um and then I'll come back to you very shortly and we'll move on to talking about the retreats.
0: Yes? Yeah? Is that okay? Okay, great. Yeah,
1: okay. So I'll be back very soon. Okay, and welcome back, Catherine and Dietmar. I'm never really sure whether the guests can hear the music playing or not, but obviously when this goes out as a podcast, you'll hear all the music. So that's absolutely fantastic. I really, really love that. I love the lyrics in it. Um, It's fantastic. So we're back and we talked about your retreat. And whereabouts are your retreats? Do you want to fill us in on this? um are in Suffolk, aren't they?
3: Yeah. So far, the one that we've run last, earlier on this year, was at the Inner Guidance Retreat in Lavenham, and we, well, Deep came across it. He was, we were looking for different venues, and he found it online, and we just knew straight away. We just thought that is it. That is the perfect place. Without visiting it, we booked it and um we then visited it about a little while just before we started we actually had the retreat on it it was
2: about 3 weeks before the retreat wasn't yeah it? 3
3: weeks before yeah. the retreat and we both went there and i i remember just being so inspired by the place i had to do a facebook live and just bring everyone into the experience because i was just so taken with it i mean it was a beautiful day there was you know the horses out in the in the field there was A beautiful light going into where the yoga studio is, with these gorgeous paintings in there, and the paintings that were in there, um, I'd actually had the um, the lady paint me one uh, many years before when Ishka was uh, due to be born, and so I just the whole I felt really moved and taken by the the whole experience of of being there, beautiful people um, that run the place. That they actually live there. They run their own retreats from there, and then they hire it out. And it's just a really peaceful,
2: beautiful
3: place. And it's got an incredible history. Do you want to say a bit about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's got a massive history um, going back to about the 1700s, as far as I'm aware. Um, the Gandhi used to stay there.
1: Really? Um, That's
2: amazing. Yeah, Gandhi, yeah, Gandhi, Gandhi, and in fact the the people that run the retreat are very friendly with the, the family of the gandhi's um and they're often over staying there in, in lavenham um, at that uni at guidance retreat i know um it's a big um the, a, peace, the, movement. the peace movement yeah the, i'm not exactly sure of the details but for like world war Two and before there's been a lot of people coming in to do with like the peace movement and like the the the, the the Tibetan Buddhists—it's um, just—it's really steeped in the history of the of, of the peace movement throughout throughout the last few hundred years, really.
3: And you really feel it when you're there. You know, it's like—I
2: don't know. Well, I've, I've, it's just—it's just, it's just you know, a very tranquil, tranquil beautiful, serene um, place. It's, mm. it's just—it's just awesome. Um, and it—it and it was an awesome street that we ran as well. It was very—it couldn't have gone. Really, it was just such a lovely experience for everyone.
1: Right, so that's
3: primarily based on yoga. Well, what we did was we we had a yoga specialist come um, and do the yoga, and we actually had the editor of the On magazine, uh, On Yoga magazine, come and stay with us for the weekend. So. The yoga was an integral part of the weekend. We had it on the Saturday morning and on the Sunday morning. And then at different points throughout the day, um, little bits would come into what we were doing. Um, but I wouldn't say, you know, that was that was a main part in terms of for the yoga, so the yoga magazine, was. the way that he kind yeah. of like, he, he saw it especially through those eyes. Um, but during the retreat, we had um, sound healing. Beautiful guy came and did uh, sound healing with us. And we had two speakers come um one was Skyped in from America, and the other one actually came and attended the retreat as well with us and spoke uh with the attendees and We had beautiful organic gourmet vegan food. It was just literally uh, that it was divine wasn't it i mean i it was so filling and it was beautifully presented um and everybody really enjoyed it didn't they they kind of really got stuck yeah, into it indeed. you
2: sort of look at the portions and you think that that's not so small <laughs> that's not much because it's so packed, with, so packed with nutrients first of all I was like oh well I'm not going to be satisfied with that that's quite a small amount but actually <laughs> I was so full up it's just so packed with nutrients you don't need to eat loads and loads of food that's incredible and
3: isn't it just special because we were able to do the um, We had a music in the evening on the Saturday. Yeah, and it was it was quite special.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean we had an agenda and everything was planned out for the day, but it was very free flowing as well. There was lots of time for people just to unwind and catch up and touch base. And um, we had like a series of talks as well throughout. You know, we had the yoga normally in the morning, and I think midday we had like a goal wash. and different events, and we could be like talks. We do like talks.
4: Just short ones. Just um, short they? ones, yeah. not
2: not not too long talks, like a half an hour, maybe up to an hour and a half, because um, which was enough. It, 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 it was you know it was enough time.
3: We just wanted everyone to sort of come together at different times, but then also feel that they could go off and have you know enough time to digest different things of what they were learning, and um, to talk to each other and learn from each other and go and play in the pool because they've got a little pool there and a hot tub, hot tub. and go for Wonderful. a walk in the countryside around it wow um
1: yeah but it's and it's
3: is quite
1: a, it is quite a busy place Lavenham, isn't it i mean it it's felt very popular with tourists
2: yeah the the actual um inner gardens would treat Technically, it's not in Lavendam. It's I can't remember where it's called. Literally,
3: just on the
2: outskirts. It's on the outskirts oh, of Lavendam, right. so, okay. so it's um oh, I can't remember the place. Um, but it's um but it's in Lavendam. I mean, it's in the to eat Lavendam, but it's on the outskirts of Lavendam. It's very secluded and, um, and peaceful. In the
1: countryside, then more into the countryside. Yes. Yeah, Definitely, Absolutely yes. fantastic. And did you did you have many people attend? How many people came yeah, to the retreat?
2: We had a full house. We had a full house. So the mm-hmm. maximum amount, I think it was 15, wasn't it? For yeah,
3: 15 people sleeping.
2: 15 people sleeping. And then we, and then we thought we would have guests come along, but they didn't sleep there. they come along for the day.
3: That would just happen mm-hmm. because there's more people asking we'd really like to come just towards the end. That often happens, I think, when you arrange an event. Um, just towards mm-hmm. the closing time, people sort of go, well, oh, actually, I would, would like to go. <laughs> um, so we sort of accommodated um, another four people so that they could come for the days, and, yeah. and then they went and slept at, in, in a couple in, of them in Lebanon yeah, Lavanagh,
2: yeah.
3: Um, one of the, the ladies hotel. came
2: from the Isle of Wight didn't she at the last yeah. minute um, she yeah. came down from the Isle of Wight and I think she stayed yeah. in a hotel or something and just came in for the day um, yeah
1: okay that's actually brilliant so, what are your future plans? Are you planning on, your
3: running one these next year, aren't
1: you? In May next year? Is that right?
3: Our actual, our vision at the moment is to do potentially four or five next year, actually. So, it won't be just wow. confined to May. Um, that, that's the vision at the moment, and we're in communication with Inner Guidance Retreat in terms of dates and things. Mm-hmm. So, it's just pulling it all together. You know, there's the there's that there's the actual side of doing the events and being there and and offering our you know what we we've got to offer there but then there's also obviously as there is for any self-employed or entrepreneur the journey of learning how to get your message out there to market it to brand it in in, in and for us it's very important that that's in an ethical and authentic way and so it's there's that part. It's letting people know that we yeah. exist. This and is what
2: we do and who, who we are. For us, it? <laughs> yeah. that's been a whole okay.
3: For
1: us. Yeah. I think we've got another caller coming, so I'm just going to open this up and see who it is. Just a moment. This might be somebody who'd okay. like to talk to you. Hello. Good evening.
4: Hello. Thank you for taking my call. My name is Melvin.
1: Okay. Hey, so Melvin. Welcome to to Hello, good Hello, my my Melvin. Okay, hey, have you
4: got a question for Catherine and Bar? Uh Yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, how are you uh, I just wanted to ask about um, I, uh, I got injured on my job, and um, my attorney uh, gave me an offer that they gave him an offer, put it on the table last week, and I told him I wasn't satisfied with that, and so I told him the amount that I was satisfied with, and uh I just wanted to know, do you see them uh going with my demands or my offer?
1: Oh, well I don't think this is maybe I mean, I'll leave this to Catherine Azekma, but uh we're not sort of doing psychic readings tonight. We have done them before. Um, is that what you were you were looking for spiritual intuition? Uh,
4: yes, ma'am, I was Oh, I, I thought you always doing psychic reading. Sometimes
1: so we, we have done sometimes, occasionally we've done it. But this show is actually about um, retreats, retreats. You know, oh, like oh. Uh, places to do yoga and uh, have therapies. And but if, oh, if
0: okay.
1: Catherine Deep Deepma want to say anything about that, do you want to say anything? Oh, you're welcome
3: uh, to come and stay on one of our retreats. <laughs> Everything <laughs>
1: happens for a reason Maybe there's a message for us here You don't know
4: <laughs> oh. Oh, and yeah. It sounds like
3: you sound quite unsettled by, by your experience at the moment Excuse me? You sound a, a little bit unsettled With the experience at the moment
4: with Unsettled with the with, with what it's
3: now? I'm stress. Uh, well, I can imagine it's probably quite stressful for you what you're, you know, going through, the experience that you're going through.
4: Oh, yes, it's been a long time. It's, I mean, it has been almost uh, 17 going on 18 months, and I just need some revolution, you know, to my situation where I can be able to move forward in my life because this has been a, a physical and mentally, mental um uh, hindrance in my life so I just you know I, I just want to be able to uh, get some clarity on it today but I didn't know that you all was not taking readings and I apologize for that oh, oh no that's
3: okay.
0: no worries
4: at all. No. You have, you if you, have have you want
3: any support day. with that privately you're, you're more than welcome to, um, to contact us and, and we can set up a private call so that you're not you know you're not live uh, but we're more than happy to talk to you about the, you know, the, the situation that you've been through, yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. Well, that'll be fine, right. yes. Okay, you. thank you. Take
4: care. All right, all
1: right, you are too. Thank you. Hello there. Hi. I didn't mean to sort of like <laughs> cut them off there at the last minute, where it's, it's a bit difficult sometimes. Uh, we have had psychic readings live on this um program, but you know, well. How can I say? I mean it, we we don't do that all the time. That has just been some of our shows and we will still have psychics and mediums come on here sometimes as well. Um I guess if somebody is looking for help, I really hope that he um manages to find what he wants to yeah. find yeah. basically. Absolutely. Because this program does go out with um it's on Blog Talk Radio, it goes out in the US, it goes out in New Zealand, it goes out all over the place. Um, it's quite interesting who listens. And one of my shows I did, um, uh, with a lady who is a therapist that does Diamond Light, she actually had somebody contact her from the other side of the world as a result of being on Natural Co Creator saying that he had heard it. In somewhere like New Zealand yeah. or something like that, yeah. So how interesting, because some of the yeah, you yeah, never, never know, do who you?
2: you Who's going to listen? That's, that's it.
1: To that's oh, it. Yeah. Cause some of the healings can be done remotely, can't they? So that yeah. was possible for her to work with this person, even at a distance. So that's quite incredible. Okay, so um, going back to this, and you've got plans for doing retreats abroad as well, haven't you? or you're thinking about we're it? We're
3: definitely open to it. Yeah, we're definitely open to it. We've been in communication with a couple of people in different countries who have got venues. Um, so, I mean, because it's obviously with beautiful Britain, we haven't always got the guarantee that we're going to have a lovely sunny experience. But I do know from being at the uh, the Lavenham retreat that it was just so um, gorgeous, the, the inside of the building and everything, that even if you weren't able to go outside a lot, there was enough space and enough, uh, places for people to go. There's different rooms for people There's to go a huge into. Amount of space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's only a small number of people. That's what I loved about it too. Is just being able to have sort of create a bubble for uh, just for 15 people and the and the day guests and made 19 people. You you were able to sort of really be present and communicate with all all the different attendees. Um, I really liked that, that feeling of it. Oh. They did
1: so this feels like it combines
3: all your skills
1: and you can utilise everything in one space, so to speak.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's 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 what it's about. It's about yeah, putting everything together and putting our own I don't know, modality, I suppose, on it and and working from that space. Wanting yeah. to
3: point people back in the direction of of that huge um Power, I mean there's all different words that are used to describe it but that amazing innate re- resilience and emotional well-being that we all have access to and it, in any way that we can do that that's what we want to do that's what excites us that's what makes me feel passionate that's the results we get if I'm working with a, a birth client or I'm at school working with a group of teachers which I've been doing recently the, the feedback is about realising that We are all human beings having a human experience and that we are going to go in and out of all sorts of experiences throughout the day, all sorts of emotions, and that yet we've got this resilience, this power that guides us, something deep inside of us, something that is us, it's outside of us, it's everywhere, whatever you want to call it, um, that guides us. And pointing people back in the direction of that seems to be the most powerful and thing. most
2: transformation it's, thing that you can do for people. It's such a simple thing, isn't it? It's such a simple mm. thing. yet because it's so simple, it gets um lost and complicated and overly complicated. Um so it's just pointing people back in that direction. Find so people can find their own their own internal compass, their own internal mm. guidance. Um, for whatever, you know, whatever the situation is in their lives. Yeah. You know, however However lost they might feel or, you know, it, it's such a transit. I mean, I, for years I took my thinking so seriously. If I, was, if I was in a bad space, if I felt lost, I used to take it all so seriously um, until I discovered what I discovered. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and literally, you know, my life um, transformed in, in front of my eyes. Things changed, um, situations changed friendships changed circumstances changed everything changed and that was just uh that was just a consequence of me just pointing in that direction really and and rather than looking on the outside for um acknowledgement or for making something better you know if i had more money if i had this if i had that that in my life everything would be better um you know I, I was very much in that mindset for, for a long time um, until until I discovered whatever it is until I just there's so many different names for it <laughs> and then
3: what's so amazing about it is that you still I love going in and out it's go in and out of that experience so sometimes it really it absolutely definitely does look like the outside world is affecting me it surely does I mean, it looks true for me it looks real for me and I react to that inside of myself, and sometimes I react to that outwardly and get very annoyed, you know, at different things. And what I love is the fact that that happens, yet you can come out of that experience without trying, without forcing, without making it, and realize, oh, yeah, there I was again, completely thinking the outside world affects affected me. Oh, okay, I'm a human being, and I'm getting over it and welcome to the world of the rest of the human beings that go in and out of that experience. And reminding people of that is so powerful. It's such a mm. simple thing, yet so powerful. And kids love it. Like you're at school and you say to them, you know, I've got crazy thinking at the moment. I've got mad thinking. It looks to me like at the moment that you're really annoying me. And, but I've got that thinking. They love knowing yeah. that. They love knowing that they're not responsible for my emotional state. Exactly, and I love yeah. knowing that, that that I am not responsible for their emotional state. So they can start to see, and it, it, it drips feeds. It goes back, mm-hmm. you know, I have parents come back up to me, and they'll say, what are you talking about with my children when you come into school? Because they're uh-huh. coming home talking about their thoughts and things, and well, they say they really like doing that lesson because it made them feel really calm or whatever. And it's it, it's just it's such a beautiful thing to be able to...
2: To share, to share, to share it. with people, because it—I I, guess—it just points people back into the unknown, and that's where the magic is in life. That's where mm-hmm. the magic is. That's where the like creation happens. Um, and it, it, it's—you know—in my own in my own, pra- in my own pra- homeopathy practice, it's helped me just see things differently when I when I see people, um, or yeah. when they talk about that they are experiencing in their lives you know, they might be saying, I don't know, blaming, whatever, you know, then I can just, I just feel able to help people more, you know, in, in a way that I wasn't able to before as, 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 a, as a homeopath.
3: Right. And you'll see the feedback is just powerful, isn't mm. it, from, from the people that you work with because they don't feel, they don't only feel that they're having a homeopathy session, they actually feel that they're having almost a coaching school as well, I don't, for mm. what's a better word actually being able to talk about that and talking about their mindset as well as being able to give them a a homeopathic medicine it's making it a more powerful experience that they don't have to keep coming back to deep which i find really interesting you know they'll come and they'll have a session and then they'll come back for a follow-up but they're not constantly needing to come and see you for years on end you know which is what can happen they,
2: all they might be but they'll come back when they need to, maybe rather yeah. than you know I might see them every three months, every six months when something comes up rather than constantly yeah they come constantly you, they? Const- yeah constantly <laughs> feeling constantly feeling ill yeah. um constantly needing okay. appointments.
1: So go back to the children. Um, you found in your experience, it's in a way to let them know um, that you're a human being as well in the way, isn't it? So do you think in the past people just had this image that teachers were uh, almost like just a front and they weren't actually real people? Because I think possibly um, if you're saying, okay, these are my thoughts and it's nothing to do with you, I think that actually children can very easily feel responsible for somebody who's angry and they can take it on board and they could think... I wonder if that teacher's having a bad day because of me or we've been a bad class or um whereas it could be something completely different. And you're sort of yeah. like leveling then, aren't you? You're leveling with these children and then do you, you feel that enables them to open up more
3: to their own parents? Well, to themselves, to each other and finding, you know, mm-hmm. just seeing the Seeing it drip feed out, and with myself and my dad have um, been working with some teachers, a group of yeah. teachers, and just seeing some of the responses from them about them starting to see, oh, okay, it isn't the paperwork, there's this, the, um, the the other teachers, whatever it is okay. that's causing me this experience inside, and I and mm. I see and I'm seeing it's just very very helpful for them to notice that bit by bit cause it's an endless learning it's not like you learn it and then you know it for life it's it something that I feel yeah. like is fathom. And it's got no bottom to it, it it's just a forever mm. learning it's not like I suddenly know it all because I've got no idea I still don't know what it is but I know there's some power and there's some truth and there's something that if you point that way it's a much nicer life it's a much easier life even than when yeah. it's really hard and complicated, and it feels awful You know, you're going to bounce back.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, so I want, Catherine, I want to play um, Stay now, and I want you to stay while I play this. So I'll keep you live while I play (laughs) Stay. And maybe you can sort of tell us a little bit about um, why you wrote this, because we've only got 14 minutes left, and then we can talk, um, you can give us your link. And that sort of thing. So, I'm now going to play Stay from Your Album Life. <laughs> And welcome back. Um, I absolutely love that track. (laughs) I love that one.
0: Nobody said that that about
3: that one. Do they? (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of people will say, "Oh, I love all of your new stuff, but that's my favourite It's funny.
0: Yeah,
3: really. Yeah. It wasn't funny when I wrote it. To be fair, it wasn't in the. I was like, I was very severely feeling depressed um after uh, having had Archie and I was very um sensitive and emotional about the thought of Dietmar leaving in my head. I just, I just it was horrible. So I just remember we wrote that song and it just expressed the fact that despite all of my funny old ways on the outside, I loved him very dearly.
1: That's <laughs> uh, wonderful.
3: And that we were part of a greater love underneath it all. So um yeah.
0: And you
1: have five children between you, don't
0: you? No, we have six. No, we have
1: six. I have six. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Add <Yeah. laughs> <That's> another one. <laughs> have you We've got,
2: got another three one? Grown oh. well, I've got three grown-up children. Um, yeah, so I've got three grown-up children. And then Catherine has Lou and Anishka, who are 10 and 12. Oh. 12. And then we have Archie between us, who is, um is five. It seems it's seem to in be in January. Yeah.
0: Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. Fun. It's
3: wonderful sometimes.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, at one point we did live together in a in a 3 bedroom house. That was fascinating.
0: Or eight of us? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Wow. Talk yeah, about think... needing
3: some emotional resilience. That
0: was interesting. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so, awesome
3: so when... The... When there's
1: problems and things come up, it's like let's let's create a song or let's work this out in music. Do yeah. you think?
2: Yeah, definitely. That, that often seems to be the way. And often um, I'll just put, I'll just play something on a guitar, and I'll and something will happen, and then we'll have a, a song will come out, and it just just seems to transmute. Whatever we're feeling into something better, and but other
3: times we just shout at each other. And other times we
2: might shout at <laughs> each other, yeah, <laughs> but, um,
3: but, but but
2: much less so. <laughs> so but, much less. So much less. Oh than my we, Than when we, than when we, than when we first met. It, yeah. was, it was um, it was a roller coaster when when we first met. Yeah, because
3: before it was all your fault, and yeah. now I know it's not. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's funny how in your head that's what you do. You just think it's the other person, and and it's not. It's how you create that person in your head.
0: So,
3: mm. my environment.
1: Yeah. So, life is a learning curve. It's a learning experience, isn't it? And also, do you think, I mean, particularly, we have to learn to enjoy the journey?
2: Yeah, we do, with the ups and the downs, because, you you know, there's a rough with a smooth. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how it always is. And, you know, whenever if ever I'm really discontented or um, cross with Catherine for whatever reason, however compelling and real, it it seems to me, always at the back of my head now, it's like, oh, that's interesting. I'm, I'm creating Catherine. It's like I'm, Mm -hmm. she's showing up, she's reflecting me. Yeah. Um, um, And that, and that just seems to kind of, it's just, when I say it's helpful that doesn't even seem to do it justice it's just mm. it's transformation because it's literally transformed our relationship with each other um and our relationship with with life really and, and and everything to do with our lives and everything that you know the branches off from from our lives and in every area um it's just
3: the thing the, ma- the magical part of it is, is the humanness of it and so it's it's not suddenly saying that every you know you've suddenly got it all sorted no. and everything's all worked out it's like you know you are saying about uh, the journey and enjoying the journey well obviously it doesn't feel like you're enjoying the the times where you feel really down and you feel low but it's knowing yeah. that that's just transient and, you and you can it look might back be and a lot of it yeah,
2: yeah, you, it you can, can look back yeah. and you can just crack up with laughter yeah. like oh my yeah. god I actually Thought this, or I felt that, or I believe
3: yeah.
2: so compellingly but it's
3: loose the relationship with it all because it's you know it's it's just so temporary, it feels like this life is so temporary, mm-hmm. and I um, I've got lyrics in my mind from one of the songs that we wrote where we said, um we always feel like we need to get somewhere, but do we not know that we're already there?
1: yeah, that's interesting, okay, so we've only got six minutes left. So, I wanted to hear so much more about these um, principles, the three principles. I think it's the three principles. Um, but we can maybe do that another time. I can have you back on the show. Um, thank you very much for coming on today and telling us about your retreats. Are there any links that you want to give here?
3: Yeah, I would point your- people in the direction of our um, Facebook page at the moment. That's where we're most active. Um, yeah. And that is www.facebook.com forward slash Kennard's Academy.
1: Okay, that's absolutely brilliant. And we've actually got all that written on the preview. So thank you for being my guest. Like I said, it's absolutely fantastic talking to you both. And it's great to talk to a couple who are so enthusiastic. Um, who are so talented and have got so much to offer people. So thank you. And I'm actually going to just play us out with life. So I loved you just to play out the show. So thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having
3: us. It's really lovely to speak to you.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. All
4: right.
1: that was the that was the fantastic catherine and so i loved you from the album life which is absolutely beautiful and i want to just say can you to us next week we will be here back seven o'clock next monday talking to katie LeMay about her new novel her new book um and which is called the living stone So we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Good night.